So, parents, does it seem like your child that they're always on their smartphone or their tablet? They're always looking down instead of up. They're busy on their smartphone, on their iPad. And are you increasingly concerned about just how much time they are spending, not only on that smartphone or tablet, but on social media? I mean, if they're uh, using uh, social media quite a bit, a lot, if they seem like they're actually obsessed by social media, they may soon actually, believe it or not, be the exception rather than the rule. That's because, according to new research, more and more Zoomers, those in Gen Z, are actually calling, how about this, social media, the ultimate waste. That's right, the ultimate waste. Here is a tech expert, Carmi Levy, who joins us for more on this now. Carmi, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Great to be here. Great to have you as always. And, you know, I think this flies, Carmi, in the face of what a lot of parents have witnessed or experienced Are young people, are they starting to sour on social media? Well, I don't think companies like TikTok or Meta, which owns Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp and Snapchat, I don't think they need to worry that, you know, their business is about to implode immediately. But storm clouds are definitely starting to gather on the horizon after the better part of a decade and a half where we all just kind of assumed, no matter how old we were, we've got to be on these platforms. We've got to be using these apps. Otherwise, we're going to be left out. FOMO, fear of missing out was a big thing. I think now we're starting to see, and it's starting with younger users, Generation Z, Zoomers, uh, that they're starting to question whether social media really needs to be a thing. And we're seeing a small but very vocal minority saying, you know what, I don't need to be on this. I recognize that there's a dark side to social media, that it's negatively affecting my, my mental health And uh, maybe I don't need to be doom scrolling all day. Maybe I don't need to be comparing myself to others. Maybe if I just delete the app, I'll be happier. And so even though it's not uh, a giant wave yet, it's a small ripple. And those questions are starting to build and the volume is starting to, to grow. And I think we should pay attention because this is going to become even more pronounced in the years to come. And I think it's a good thing. We should be questioning this. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned deleting the app. Uh, One of the reports I read, uh, this comment from a 20-year-old really stood out to me, Carmi, who said, once you delete it, you realize you don't need it. And I just thought Mm -hmm. that that was uh, so telling because uh, you're right. We have all signed up for these apps over, say, the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, be it Facebook at the beginning, Instagram now. And then you think, boy, what... I can hardly remember life before Instagram, but if you delete it uh, to this point again, uh, maybe you realize it wasn't maybe the best thing for me. That's exactly it. I mean, Jeff, for the longest time, I think a lot of us believed that if we weren't on Facebook, we somehow weren't part of the network. We weren't part of that you know, large digital social space, and we didn't want to be left behind. We didn't want to be on the outside. Uh, and now I think we're starting to, to realize that, A, being on the inside isn't necessarily all it's cracked up to be. It does have some very serious implications for mental health. It consumes our time. It consumes our energy um, and not always in the most positive way. And that if we are on the outside, that's not necessarily a bad thing uh, that, you know, we can lead a fulfilling life without necessarily being digitally immersed every single moment of every single day. And I think that's a healthy place to be. And I'd like to see this being explored more. I'd like to see more research on this, and I suspect we will over the next few years. Uh, but, you know, I'd, I'd like to hear more of that from my 20-something kids. When when they go out uh, with their friends, they can keep their phones in their pocket and just be in the moment, be with each other 
without worrying that they're somehow missing out on something. That's a really healthy direction for us to go. And I think it's a long time coming. Yeah, and credit to these Zoomers, Gen Z as well, Carmi, because you're absolutely right. They're very perceptive, they're very intuitive, and uh, you just spoke a, a couple of times here about uh, the mental health implications, and there's been so much more talk and dialogue over the uh, past several years when it comes to uh, mental health. And, I mean, these Gen Zs, they're realizing it, and uh, I know some of them, they've actually called social media toxic and obsessive, so uh, they get it. They do. And I'm, I'm thrilled that it's coming from this youngest of demographics. In other words, they're the ones who are figuring it out for the rest of us. You know, and, and I think the turning point was a report that came out last year, uh, the Wall Street Journal reported, Facebook knew that for years, Instagram was harmful to uh, teenagers, especially teenage girls, that it uh, caused them to have issues with body image and they would feel badly about themselves because they were always comparing th themselves visually to these idealized images and videos that they would see uh, in their feed. Um, and they knew this was a problem, but they did nothing about it. In fact, they dialed up the algorithm. They made a bad situation worse. And I think Gen Z is picking up on this now. They're the first ones Ones, almost like the canaries in the coal mine, they recognize that, well, big tech, big social isn't looking out for us. We have to look out for ourselves. We have to take control of our digital destiny. And uh, because if Facebook, if Meta, uh, if Twitter, if Snapchat, if they're not going to operate in our best interest, well, then maybe we should dial them down and we should find some other way to live. And I think that's important to no matter how old we are, we should look to Gen Z and say, there's a trend that's building here. Let's follow their example. It's a very important lead for us to follow. So I guess, Carmi, what does this mean for the future, the future of social media moving forward? Because I think a lot of people thought, you know, Facebook, Instagram, I mean, you look at billions of users in particular for Facebook. It's here to stay forever and ever more. But uh, are there some warning signs here? Is this the beginning of some sort of sea change when it comes to social media, people, how they view social media and how they may interact or not interact with it moving forward? I think we are at the beginning of the final chapter of social media, that there's been this assumption for uh, the better part of the last decade and a half, close to two decades that we've had it, that this would be the thing going forward, that Facebook would be around forever, that we would be scrolling our feeds forever. And I think now we're starting to see the ingredients of a future uh, where that's not the case. Uh, that I think we're starting to look at the digital tools that we rely on day to day and ask questions about them and question whether we really, in fact, need them. And I think that's a, that's it's a healthy thing. It's one of the reasons why Facebook has rebranded itself as Meta and why the future of this company is not social media. It's the metaverse uh, because they're preparing for a post-social world. And I think it's good for all of us to start doing the same thing. Start asking ourselves, do I really need to be doom scrolling all day, every day? Do I really need to post something every single day? Do I really need to interact with my quote unquote friends uh, in the digital space? Or should I just put my phone back in my pocket and experience it firsthand? And I think uh, five, 10 years from now, we are all gonna have a very different relationship with social media tools. They aren't gonna be as all encompassing as they are today. And again, I, I see that as a positive. We've, we've got to start breaking free of these tools because they've done nothing but harm to us for uh, as long as we've had them. 
Having said that, though, I was just uh, wondering, video games, we know how sophisticated, how immersive they are today, and we uh, look back to video games, you know, 35, 40 years ago, Space Invaders and Pac-Man. I mean, are we going to look at uh, Twitter and Facebook maybe 10, 15 years from now, much like we look at Pac-Man and Space Invaders today? And I'm just wondering just how sophisticated is meta, the metaverse going to be, how immersive? Are we going to have the problems uh, we've seen when it comes to social media, maybe 10, because of that oh i think uh you know video games gave us an early example of just how every technology comes with a dark side and it's up to us to manage that process manage that technology manage that uh, that platform to ensure that we get the best out of it and so i think to a certain extent gaming it's a great example because over the past number of decades we've largely figured out how to capture the best in gaming you know we have schools that are using gaming technology esports to drive stem education uh, and to bring kids opportunities that wouldn't otherwise be possible to open up doors to careers and technology uh, and so i think gaming is a great example of you know turning initial uh, you, know, uh, you know I guess distress over technology into something positive and I think we'll probably get to that with social media as well and eventually we'll get to that with something with the metaverse too it just takes us time and we don't figure it out overnight we almost like we we adopt it we use it we don't question initially because we're just wrapping our heads around it and then you know maybe 10 or 15 years down the road uh, we we become aware of the, the difficulties the negatives and we slowly figure it out collectively but we have to get through that valley uh, but you know looking back to history we've done it before and we'll probably do it again as well all right some really really interesting stuff carmy appreciate the time and breaking it down for us thanks as always thanks so much jeff take care you too tech expert carmy levy with us on this uh, new study that uh, who knew who thought it's gen z the zoomers that are actually leaving and calling out social media and we're back after this break here in the jeff MacArthur show Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.